Church. Welcome to the Disco Leader Podcast, where we seek to equip the saints for the work of ministry and to build up the body of Christ, not with weights, not with barbells, but simply with scripture and truth. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It is Mo, and I have a guest host and a live audience. So first I'll introduce my guest host, who is... Tad here. And we also have Lori. Say hi, Lori. Hello. Who's hanging out with us too. And we are going to talk a lot today about who's called to live on missions. But an even double exciting announcement. There are no announcements. So we're skipping right on into the sermon. What, what? (laughs) Tad, what did you think about the sermon today? Oh, man. It, uh really called on something I'm going through uh, in my life, talking about insecurities and trying mm-hmm. to figure out like where where I am alongside God when there are doubts and disappointments. And so I just thought that was um, really refreshing to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it spoke to me and I know that uh, you know, many people that I interact with have a lot of these disappointments. And so uh, when when John, you know, specified that these are things that are used to, um, you know, a bridge to God, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you can, you can find um, that these challenges are like a bridge to testimony. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I thought that the sermon was very disappointing. Why is that? (laughs) (laughs) Because our disappointments are tools that God uses to grow us. That's why. No, I actually thought it was so good. Um, And there was something, I find that like the things that stand out to me in Pastor John's sermons are never his key points, but it's always this like one thing that he says in passing that really Mm -hmm. like captures my heart. And so he was like in his moment of excitement, you know, when like preachers start rocking on their toes and you know, they're really feeling it. And he said, there's something about success, something about pleasure that obscures our view of God. And I feel like that has been so evident in my life. And I was trying Mm -hmm. to reflect and think about that. Like why, what is it about sex, success, sorry, not sex. What is it about (laughs) success and what is it about pleasures? Just the pleasures of this world that obscure our view of God. And I think it's because it, our world teaches us like that success is about you, right? There are things that point us back to ourselves in the idolatry of like, well, I'm feeling so awesome. Me, I'm feeling the feelings are mine. I just had this success, whether that's in a job, whether that's in a marriage, whether that's in family or whatever, but it's still like me centered. And so I think it obscures our view of God because those things are kind of false gods and help us kind of point back to ourselves. So I was just thinking through that, like, how do I also have success have pleasures and still have a right view like what does that look like is to have a right view of God while also good things because it's true that on those seasons of disappointment are the seasons that I cling Mm -hmm. closely to Jesus you know like we were talking about missions today and it's like walking through the unknown I'm constantly reminding myself it's unknown for me but it's not unknown for him and so I'm like tell me Lord tell me what you have for me or I'm constantly going to him but I don't have that in the seasons where I'm all things are good so that's kind of where I was thinking about with the with the sermon so every every week
week or every other week, I guess, that we record this podcast, we always have a question that we talk through to try to help kind of equip our small group leaders. And so the question, which I know that you know a lot about because all three of us um, did the perspectives class, is who is called to live on mission? Well, I, uh, from, from perspectives, it really uh, grew my understanding that we are all called to mission but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're called to mission in the same way, Hmm. right? Tell me more. Well, um, I think there's this scary thought that when we're called to mission, that means that everyone must go somewhere foreign, Mm -hmm. right? Away, um, someplace they're they're not used to, um, and there's a fear. Uh, Well, I've, I've... come to realize that there are a lot of a lot of areas where we can grow in mission um there are those who support those who um go out right there are the senders the mobilizers Mm -hmm. those who support right um when you shared like you know there there are financial needs right and Mm -hmm. those are things that Shameless plug. Um, right, right. But God <laughs> God provides those things and he provides them through his people. So, I mean, a calling to support someone is mm-hmm. as necessary as someone to go. Okay, so how do you know whether you're a goer, whether you're a sender, or whether you're a mobilizer? Do I just work at T-Mobile? That's a terrible question for me. <laughs> Because I am trying to figure out the thing right now. So, like, through perspectives, um, I was encouraged to get people to um, pray in our church, pray for the unreached people. Uh, And so, I I guess at this point, Mm -hmm. I am a mobilizer, right? But that doesn't mean that a person has to stay in that calling. They can progress to or change to anything it's like not one is not better than the other or more necessary they're all necessary so if you know praying for an unreached people at that time seems right and you know yeah I I think asking God being in in the word and seeing what you're led to is important I think that's so good because I was just about to challenge you like well what does God's word say about that Um, And I think that it's important that as we try to figure these things out, that we do go to God's word, because I think that I'm going to, I'm going to, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that there's, um, oh, there's so much misassumptions that can be made about what you're saying. Because when Mm -hmm. someone says like, well, some are senders, some are growers, like I had the perception of like, yeah, go is not for me. Mm -hmm. So when we had missions month and pastor John started with pray, I'm like, yep, totally (laughs) give Okay, yes, for generosity. Go, no, that's for someone else, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, that's literally my response. It's like, no, that's for someone else. But then if we go over here to Matthew 28 and we look at the Great Commission, right? Well, let's say, um, I'm just going to start with verse 28, 16. We're going to read the whole kind of section. The 11 disciples traveled to Galilee t- to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. So the, step one, make sure you're, direct, you're being directed by Jesus. Mm-hmm. When they saw him, they worshiped. But some doubted. That would have been me, right? Like, right. some were worshiping, but I'm like, mm, I don't know about you, Jesus. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, 
therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you, and remember I am with you always to the end of the age. Now, what's interesting is he didn't say some of you go. Right. Even there were people who were worshiping and people who doubted, and yet go. And so I think we tend to hear the word go and think, oh, that's flying across um, the world or the country and going to, you know, these um, people that are maybe an unreached people group, which is so important. We shouldn't mm -hmm. forget the unreached people group. But I also have to go to my neighbor. Yeah, and I also have sure. to go to my children. Like I have to go in discipleship, meaning that like even though I'm an introvert who loves to be a homebody, I have to do something. I have to be actively pursuing making disciples of all nations, which means as long as we have the unreached peoples on this earth, right, mm -hmm. the unreached nations who are unable to be discipled, mm -hmm. unable to be baptized in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we all have to live on mission. That's going to be some going to unreached peoples, that's going to be some going to the neighbor, some going to, you know, the co-worker, but we all have a call to go and then also to send sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. And that's like where the other comes in, the mobilizers. But I think it, I don't know, I think I spent a lot of time just over, and like overthinking missions. Like, oh, it can't be me because I don't have this yet or I don't have that yet or, or just, I don't want to. Let's just, like, I don't, and I still, even though I'm going to Spain, there's still a part of me that doesn't want to. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to go a year without receiving an income. I'm brown. Everything in my culture, black culture says, girl, what are you doing? Stop it. Like, you're, like that's white people stuff. Don't do it. And yet, I have to know that, like, uh, my culture, even a culture and diversity that I value so dear, is not above God's word. And if mm -hmm. God is calling me to go, like, that's that's what I need to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, as you were, were saying that, I was kind of thinking about the the other ministries and the, like, the word receive, mm. like, to receive those who are coming here as well. Yeah. Like, that's that's, that's an act of go. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're not physically leaving, but... You're going you, to the people who are coming to you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is a melting pot right now the Puget Sound and mm -hmm. you know we have so many students who come here and if we can just receive them you know and share them the love we have for Christ mm -hmm. you know and it doesn't have to be like you know immediately come to my Bible study but right. it's like do life with me and see Christ through my actions so you've talked a little bit about perspectives will you tell them what perspectives is well um so perspectives i wasn't quite sure what i was getting into <clears throat> like at all i think we could all say i can see Lori shaking her head that none of us knew what we were getting into <laughs> yeah so it it became one of the most impactful things that i did as a christian mm. um so it made me realize that there is this, you know, not only that there is the Great Commission, but that the world is called to glorify God and that, you know, he's seeking this to be done, not only in English, right, or Western culture, but mm -hmm. through all cultures, all tribes and nations. And it it just never occurred to me, right? Um. I'm a white guy, and so I'm used to, 
you know, things being, I'm pretty, uh, you know, things are allowed for me. Pri- I don't, I think the privileged. word you're I'm searching. Privileged. I'm, I'm waiting for you, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> okay Tell me, Mo. White man in America, what? you have privilege. Hey, and, and here I am trying to figure out how do I serve? Right? How do I? So it's calling me out to figure out how am I supposed to serve the nations? And so that's where this like difficult part, right? Like you and Lori are going out, going to a place. And, you know, maybe that was prior to perspectives, but now I bet Mm -hmm. you both have a different point of view on when you go, what you will do. I'm so impressed you didn't just go different perspective yeah I wasn't gonna hit it (laughs) I didn't want to do that so I guess I'm kind of like tiptoeing around what it is um so it was 15 weeks and I have of course I have not been in school for some time and I was like whiplash with all the reading and Mm -hmm. stuff but man I do not say that to scare people away um it the reading was incredible and it really helped me to see, um, I don't know, just Christ around the world. Yeah. And there are multiple levels, right? So yeah, you sure. did level two, which is a bit more intensive than level one. Right. And so if you are like, hmm, this kind of thing sounds, you know, interesting to me and you don't have to be a missions champion. I mean, when Lori and I, I dragged Lori along because I was too scared to go by myself. Um, we didn't have this deep passion for missions. Like right. we didn't know much about missions. And so going to perspectives really opened our eyes, gave us opportunity to dig into God's word and see what's God's call, what's God's commands for missions, what is, mm-hmm. where do we apply in that? So you can come in, you don't have to be an expert before you get there, no. I guess is what I'm, the point I'm trying to make. For me, it was like, what do I need to do next because I'm feeling stagnant? Mm. And so I wanted to be around people who, who wanted to grow in God. And, and so missions was not something that was on my radar either. Um, and so this was, this was something I wanted some like jumper cables. I wanted to light me up, you jump, know, jump start. Yeah. Well, let's get that, you know, fan it on. Mm-hmm. So this was a really amazing way to do that. And so just through the, the studying and like the encounters I had, not only while I was in the class, but outside the class while I was doing the studying and like the people's interactions and asking about it, man, it was, you just saw God bringing people to Mm -hmm. me to share what I was learning. And like through that, through that time, like now I'm, I'm feeling as if, you know, I want to share this with people I love, people I know, people who want that next step for sure so if i'm a small group leader which Mm -hmm. you are right you lead a small group i do so maybe maybe you should be asking me this question but i thought of it first so ha putting you on the spot if i'm a small group leader and i'm thinking about missions how do i bring this into small group what does it look like for me to be a small group leader you i hear you say we're all called to live on mission so now how do i apply that with my small group well, last week, I was able to get on stage and share kind of the result of, you know, perspectives. And like, I, I had this project and it was to mobilize our church to pray mm-hmm. for a specific region. 
And I think that could be a catalyst to really like encourage people to, um, if they don't see missions in their lives right now, um, what that could look like in a, in a small way, Mm -hmm. right? Praying for someone. So good. And so moving from that, you know, I, I'm just praying that people would have a heart for those who don't know Christ, right? We're, we're so privileged because mm-hmm. we get to know Christ and yeah. we... All of us. Yeah, and we, we yeah. have God's word at, at our fingertips and there are so many who do not. So to have it in their, in their heart language, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if they are more of a visual culture, right, which hadn't occurred to me before either, mm-hmm. then something, something visual, like, you know, so, uh, uh, written play or something yeah, like that. Cool. Yeah, so it, it's just learning that there are other cultures that are so different and, and God loves them just as much as us. He's, he's created them to be different. And so, you know, perspectives opens that up. So if a step of praying and getting to know another people would be a, be a step into that direction for perspectives and then what God does from there. For sure. And I mean, not everyone has the capacity to, you know, do a 15 week course, but pray as a small group, look for opportunities within the Lincoln neighborhood, right? Look Mm -hmm. for opportunities within wherever your small group meets. Um, just pursue God's word, right? Finding out what God says about mission, um, maybe finding people to pray for or missionaries to support. Um, but for sure, I think it's the beauty of missions is having eyes for God and eyes for other people. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Short one today. All right. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Later. Bye. <laughs>for listening to another episode of the disco leader podcast we hope that it's been equipping and encouraging for you make sure to subscribe to the disco leader podcast wherever you do your listening for easy access if you're loving it feel free to leave a review and if you're not blame bobby